0: Hi everyone. Welcome to a brand new podcast. This is Mommy Group. And yes, we are all young moms, but we are not just moms. We're young women who want to look good. We want to feel good. We want to kick ass in our careers, our friendships, our loves lives. Loves lives. (laughs) Welcome to episode one, Love's <laughs> Lives. Should I do it again?
1: No, keep it. Okay. What I love about um,
0: it. <laughs> well, anyway, I guess that brings us to our next point, which is great. This is going to be a judgment-free zone. Uh, this is really for moms who don't feel solely defined by their role as like a mom and a wife. This is for all parts of you. This is hopefully going to be a podcast that's going to be a judgment-free fun zone. Um, And we promise it's going to be a mommy group you're going to want to be a part of. Yeah, I mean, on
2: the mommy group pod, we're planning to talk about everything that we're passionate about. So being a mom, our careers, but food, beauty, lifestyle, things that are important to us. And of course, topics we're talking about, things that we
1: authentically are texting about and reading about um, that are important to us. Yeah, exactly. I think... A big reason as to why we came together is because we do have communities outside of work, which is on our Instagram and other platforms. And we realized that those Insta stories that are those authentic moments are when we're getting a lot of engagement. And so we thought, we have so many things to to talk about. Why not do it together? And do it in, like you said, Orly, a Mm -hmm. non-judgment zone kind of way. This is a space where we can all just share everything, talk about anything, keep it light, keep it heavy at times. And just keep it light, keep it tight. I also (laughs) love the
2: fact that like we're at Ami's house right now, you know, and you know Millie's upstairs. It's like a little play date. We're all kind of wearing our casual yoga (laughs) gear. Um but you know we're here with you guys and we just want to know that you know we're here to be your friend and and have someone to talk to and and be a part of this community.
0: Totally. So, for those of you guys that don't know who we are, we're not gonna give you a whole spiel. We're not gonna do like a bio rundown. We'll give you a little one sentencer. Uh, my name is Orly Shani. I'm a mom. I've got two kids Connor is five and Blake is three. Um, and I basically live within kind of like the DIY space, mainly fashion, home decor, and that's kind of my jam. Which is epic. So, it's epic. So fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, my name is Ami
1: Desai, and I have two kids as well. I have a Six-year-old boy, Rion, and Mila is my daughter who is four. We are on the brink of thinking about number three, but not oh. there yet. Uh, <laughs> okay, do so it, out of it. it. Um, and I am in the uh, beauty space, so beauty, skincare—that's my jam. Mm, so good. And that whole lifestyle, beauty stuff. I yeah. love
2: that I'm like cheering you on to have three kids, <laughs> and I have one child. Um, so I have Millie; she's 19 months. But I am pregnant with our second, mm-hmm. uh, due in July. So they'll be two years and two weeks apart. Um, yeah, and I do a lot of lifestyle and food, I had a show on Food Network, I love to talk about food, eat food, write about food, but since becoming a mom, I'm all about parenting content, um, so yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah,
0: so it's good, you guys are going to get to know us as the podcast kind of goes on, because our personalities will shine through our opinions on things, um, (laughs) so that's how you get to know us, and we'll always link down below any of our other platforms, so that if you want to get to know us better, you can go do that, but we're going to get right into it, we're not going to waste any time. Yes. All right, guys, so topic one. I lost seven hundred followers yesterday, <laughs> overnight. I did. I lost about a thousand as well. Okay, and it was a thing, and it made me feel better because, like Ariana Grande lost like three million or yeah. something ridiculous, and I think Kylie is that I this, that no. didn't
2: even notice. I know I love it
0: that Grande didn't even notice. Grandi's too cool for social like, media. But can
1: I can I tell you guys something? This is actually, and I think exactly where this is going, which was I t- spoke about this on my Instagram stories yesterday. I was literally like my emotions were dictated by yeah. this happening and it was so funny because my husband was like oh my god you just went down a thousand I was like what my no. husband's always the first one to I notice know. it too and I'm like secretly our cheerleaders yeah, yeah. you know and they're like the ones husbanders. Are, yeah, yeah. husbandgers <laughs> and I was like what and my son got up he's like wait mom what who doesn't like you and I was like oh my god first of all why is this affecting you that is so sweet and sweet but also kind of weird I was a little bit like why is this matter like why does this matter so much Too the next morning I woke up and immediately went to my phone and was like, oh my gosh, why is this happening? And I literally was doing things actively to get myself out of it. So I worked out. I did all this stuff. And then I was like, you know what? I'm a grown-ass woman. I'm 37 years old. Yeah. And if I'm feeling this kind of pressure mm-hmm. and this like, like, oh my God, only this many people like me and people are going to think I bought my followers and brands aren't going to like me yes. anymore or want to work with me, I can't even
0: imagine what 100%. people who are just stepping into this world... So that, that actually is such a good point. That was my main concern about it was because I'm like, it doesn't really matter. I lost like 700. I don't have, you know, I only have like 40 something thousand followers. It's not that big of a deal. But I thought normally when this happens, it's because Instagram does that sweep where they get rid of bot, fake spam accounts. And then it's a signal to everybody that you just got caught. And I have never paid for a follower ever. Mm -hmm. And Granted, I feel like it shows. I don't have that huge of a following, right? Like, and the followers, the people that I engage with, are their real relationships to me. And so when that happened, it was like my own ego being like, people are going to think that they're fake. People mm-hmm. are going to think I just got like schooled and yada, yada. And I, this was when I noticed, this is when I felt silly, is I tweeted, like, I just lost 700 followers. I've never bought a follower. Like, what is this for? Like, I felt the need to tweet that to who? Right. Like, yeah. Who the F cares but I felt that insecurity that people were going to think that in this morning when so Instagram came out saying it was a glitch they realized that people have lost followers all these stories came out saying it was a sweep it was a sweep all the fake followers are being you know everyone's being found out even though Instagram had made this statement when it went back to normal this morning and my followers were back up I felt like vindicated and then I felt so embarrassed, but I think that the takeaway for
2: me, because I don't care about any of this in so yeah. many ways, is that the reason why you were upset and both of you is like you never want someone to be questioning your integrity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I yeah, totally can relate to that because I've never bought a follower, and I just think that would be silly. Yeah, and these relationships are important. I mean, I feel so grateful. Instagram is definitely my main way of communicating with my followers and people that support me and and
0: it's my community.
2: Yeah, and it, it definitely is hard yeah. when you think people are questioning.
1: Your integrity and your authenticity. Yeah. But can I tell you the reason why I was even more mortified by it or I guess why it gave me a little wake-up call was in relation to the whole role that we all play, which is mom. Yeah. Made me think. And my son saying something to me mm-hmm. was like, oh my God, I can't believe my six-year-old is actually mentioning something about this. Oh, and yeah. it made me immediately stop, like, focusing on it yeah. and, and you know, being maniacal about it because I was just like, I don't want them to... You know, be in this culture where and he's he picking in it. up on that, yes. like when he has an Instagram, like the fact that he's yes, like, "Who doesn't like you?" or "Why no. did so many oh, people stop liking yeah. you?" And I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to be affecting you one day." Which then brings up the whole concept of like, how do you explain what you do? You know, yeah. when when you talk. I mean, for you, you have the show that you you know that you can say yeah. like right off the bat instead of just being DIY on YouTube. Can you imagine? Like for me, I'm like. I am a fashion blogger or a lifestyle right, blogger. It's right. weird, right? And it's because it's, it it's
0: this new industry and it's, we're in, the, new, we're in like the infancy phase of this industry where you're still sort of considered either like a blogger or an influencer because you're in this gray area. I feel like people are now being called like content creators. Like there's a new, but it's like we're in the beginning of it. And it is, it's confusing. And I think what's hard, and Brandy, you and I talked about this before, was that like I wish that I could be like, too cool for that game. Too cool to play the social media game. But to me, my I have these huge goals and things that I want to accomplish in my career. And right now, those opportunities are going to people with big followings. Yeah, there's so no more much like, of
2: it is dictated by that number.
0: There's no more like auditions. Like do you remember a time mm-hmm. in which like when I got The Fabulous on E! It was a straight up audition. I put myself on tape. I got flown to New York for the chemistry reads. I auditioned back and forth. And I got cast as a complete nobody on this show. That does not happen anymore Mm -hmm. they pluck someone from YouTube who has 5 million followers or someone from Instagram so it's like you have to care and play the game. But you and know, I don't, know how, do you I don't I know how long that's going to last. I don't know how long that's going
2: to last because here's the thing. Tell Linear me. television is so different from YouTube and it's happened so many times where things only last a season because the person yeah. that they plucked off YouTube, their following is not going to follow them to 7 o'clock p.m. Right. watching true. television. Very and, true. Um, it's not that I don't care. It's just I feel so good about the relationships I have with the brands I've worked with. Yeah. And... There's so much loyalty there, and I do feel like the content speaks for itself in so many ways. That's and now true. I sound like a chef. No, I'm like, I think you're no, exactly but it's, right. Try my food. It doesn't matter what I look like or yeah. whatever. You're like I happen
0: to be gorgeous, <laughs> but it's irrelevant.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I just I don't know. And I think exactly since becoming a mom, I don't want to be the mom that's always looking at her phone, and so yes. I really try to balance oh. that because Millie doesn't know that you know, mommy's mm. waiting on flights to come in that I have to send to my manager or. I'm waiting for this DocuSign document for a cool contract. She or just I'm... sees you on
0: your phone. Yeah. yeah.
2: So a lot of it comes down to boundaries with technology, uh, you know, with myself, in my home, with my family, and then also just trying to separate the two.
0: Do which... you have any tips for that? Boundaries? Like, is there anything specifically that you do? Sometimes
2: you have to schedule it. You do? Yeah. So um, Millie still takes a morning nap. And so a lot of times after her morning activity, she usually goes down for about an hour. And that's my time to just totally be zoned in on my phone. Even if it is yeah. just scrolling on Instagram, checking out my friends' stories and just yeah. enjoying whatever I want. But yeah,
1: put it in a schedule. Don't have your phone good, always good with advice. you. I have it plugged so, in, charged. Especially if you're around the kids. When you're yeah. around the kids, yes. Like for me... I do it a little differently because I work from home a lot, yeah. so Mondays are my one full day with the kids, so yeah. I do not have any outside help, and that allows me to make sure, or it keeps me accountable, that like when they're at school, if they're at school, those hours are set that I'm doing something, yeah. and then when they're home, I'm 100% with them.
0: You so. know what, it's so interesting, so on um, Home and Family yesterday, I work on a TV show on the Hallmark Channel called Home and Family, and we had an author on the show yesterday, and she wrote a book called Mom Hacks. And one thing she says is that the idea of multitasking is a myth. She's an ER doctor. So everything about this book is backed by science, which is fascinating. Mm-hmm. But she said uh, multitasking is a myth. We, it's actually been proven that we're 40% less productive in every single category that we're multitasking. Whereas if you single task and you say, for these 10 minutes, I'm doing this one thing and I'm not doing the other things, you're actually more efficient. And I have never been that way. Okay, this I'm, is
2: wild because men can't multitask. No, so. which is why <laughs> But then I'm like, damn it, have they had it
0: right all this time? Because I've been like, you can't multitask. That's why I'm the better species. But that, see,
1: that brings up another point, which is like, I think that that is brilliant and that's such a great topic to bring up. But it does then put a spotlight on this whole idea of like, I hate that saying with moms, you know what I mean? Like, how to balance it all. And it's like, yeah. there's no such thing as balancing yeah. it all or having it all, right? It's, it's literally a game of giving and taking so 100% I'm going to be giving to the family right now and zero is going to go to work and yeah. then vice versa it's going to split it's a pendulum you know what I mean yeah, as far as like what, what side swings and gets more but I do think that that's great and, and back to the whole social media game thing though I see the same thing like you talk about strategizing and stuff like that on that platform I see people who are focused like in mm-hmm. our space mm-hmm. that are focused and just do one thing whether it be cooking mm-hmm. or DIYs yeah. or beauty They are way more successful than people who are trying to do, like the mom that has. We also don't
2: know what success means because
1: I have worked with brands and they tell me things that they've
2: done with other influencers and what they've charged. And I'm like, oh, I would have charged 10 times that. Yeah. So you also don't know what success is if you're just looking at the follower count. You don't know
1: if they're doing just trades. Right, I mean, if we're talking about monetary things. Right, and that actually brings up a good point that maybe like you guys listening, if you guys are more interested, because I do get a lot of questions about what I do and how. You get it from me too. Yeah, and moms especially that are expecting moms that are maybe thinking about leaving the workforce and then coming back, but they don't necessarily want to work in an office and they want to work from home or they want to work part-time and they're finding that doing Instagram or mm-hmm. this influencer space, content creation space is right. creating a nice <laughs> side income for them, that's a whole nother topic that we can definitely 100%. delve into that mm-hmm. I think is really insightful and maybe helpful for everyone.
0: But can I just real quick, what like, I mean I know this because I follow your, I mean we're friends and I follow your social media, but like really? has there been a, a conscious... Plan or thought as far as how you think of social media with your kids, meaning like having them be a part of it, having them be included, actually, that their, their photos and their life being a part of your story. Yes.
2: Well, my, the baby in my belly already has an Instagram, right. so that's how I feel that. about Wait, it. Wait, what's the handle? <laughs> so Millie's little amazing, because right. my husband's Mr. Amazing, so the baby in my belly is littler amazing. Sure. So littler, you're so cute. Because here she is even littler. But here's the thing, it's I mean, fun. I love sharing my story, my life, my family with my followers, but I also don't geotag where we are, and I also Sweet. am very strategic about choosing what photos I think are appropriate. Like, for me, bath photos aren't appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Appropriate. Um, And then I also don't post photos of children that I don't have consent for. Right. But I have thought that when Millie's old enough to have her own Instagram, that definitely will stop. And then
1: the family Uh, stuff will just be on mine. That makes sense. I think it's a big reason why I've kind of had a tug of war with my own self about doing – because my content, I mean, if we're talking about business-wise, I look at what my content how well it performs. My family stuff always does 100% better Mm -hmm. than anything else. And it's because people just have an active interest in that, right? Like, how are you doing this and what are you doing? But the thing that's held me back from doing that 100% is that my kids are at an age now where they understand, Mm -hmm. like, oh, mom, you want me in front of the camera? And they are 100% participating on their own accord. But it gets scary that, like, I don't want them to feel like... They have to say yes because I'm putting a camera in front of their face. I don't want them to feel like, oh, let me pose now because mom has a camera in front of me. It's cute up until a point until you realize it's actually affecting them for like years to come. And I don't know what that's doing right now. We don't know. Like we're the,
0: this is new. Like our kids are the new, the the first generation Mm -hmm. of kids that are going to know what this experience is like. And I do the same. And I think one of the interesting things is like I try my best to only capture them in their life as they're living their life (laughs) and share that as opposed to trying to manufacture these moments, number one, I feel like a total asshole if and when I have to do that. Like I, there was a point in which I had to do that for my job and I, I eventually said no and I'm no longer using them because it felt like they had a job and that I don't like. But I enjoy, I'm the same as you guys, like I enjoy sharing them in, a, in with the rest of the, I don't know, with the world. Like I, they're so funny and they're so cute and I like sharing them, but I don't know what the results are because we haven't, we're not there yet. We also yeah. scary. set them up
1: for which, again, this is a complete no judgment zone, but we do set them up a little bit, not only them, but ourselves for that judgment, right? That unsolicited judgment of like, for instance, you're in the car, you do a story, it's like, I mean the amount of messages I would get, like that
0: belt is. You not didn't buckle it in properly, oh, right? right? Oh my gosh. And it's
1: so funny because we talked. Don't about Don't be one of those moms. Right? <laughs> we talked about this before, but all my friends that are expecting. Yes, I was driving, right, <laughs> doing the story, and my kid was in the back. And like, with come on, Percy. But I just laugh because uh, I talk to a lot of my expecting moms, and I'm like, listen, I don't want to say. I one of my biggest rules of it, best tip I was ever given as a pregnant woman was like don't give someone that's pregnant advice unless they ask for it. Yes. Don't give unsolicited advice. That's the one thing. Yeah. And two, always seek advice from those that are most similar to you, that have styles that are most similar mm-hmm. to you. Oh, that's a good, yeah. Because mm-hmm. if you ask someone that's really, like, let's say you're not type A, and then you ask someone that is, they're going to maybe give you this whole <gasps> mm-hmm. world of stuff. And it's just going to inundate you and make you feel really crazy, like, overwhelmed. But the other thing is that, like, you go through this process – and I'm mom brain right now. I have no you idea what I'm
0: saying. <laughs> that's the best thing that's ever happened. Well, you know what? I think it's good, actually. It was it was yeah. meant to be because I feel like we should move on to the next subject. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I read a story, and actually it's been all over the place yesterday and today, about Mandy Moore. And she came out talking about her marriage to the singer Ryan Adams. They were married for, I don't know, maybe like six, six years. years. Yeah, 2009 to 2015 about. And she talks about, basically, that it was a very manipulative, unhealthy, toxic relationship. And... There's something that she said that I just thought was so freaking interesting. So she was saying that when they got married, he basically took control of her music career. And he essentially, like, prevented her from working with any other outside producers. And that he would basically be her own producer. And they were writing music together. And what came down to recording, he would replace her with another female vocalist. Essentially snuffing out her career for all of her 20s. And Mandy Moore was a famous person, a respected person, powerful in her own right. With, I'm
2: sure, a team of
0: people around her, absolutely
2: talented.
0: And she got herself into a situation, that's actually probably not the right way to say it. She, I think, experienced something that a lot of women experience, which is that just naturally, as a woman or as a wife, like your career is sort of secondary, even if you're the breadwinner. It's sort of secondary. Like, for my husband, when he has to work, it is a non-negotiable, without a doubt, that the kids are taken care of. Mm-hmm. When I have to work, I have to make sure the Scramble, kids are taken care of. 100%. Like, 100%. With right and now. dinner's still on the table. Yes. And there are things that are just so your like, duty. It's like, my career is a bonus. Is I like, know. the way it's viewed, almost. And my husband is super supportive. And that's not, he's not, like, that kind of guy at all. But I just think it's the dynamic, is that we split our role as, like, wife- mom and career person by three which means your career is only a third as important like as something about Mm -hmm. that and I thought it was interesting because for her it was like she that I wonder had that would that dynamic happen if the roles were reversed it was almost like the fact that she was a wife a woman in that role she took a back seat to his career when like and that's that's like uh I will say though in her
2: defense like eight other women are now coming out saying that he absolutely emotionally abused her and
1: or well I I I totally hear that part and I think that that's like something that's validating to all the things that she's talking about but I think for the control part what's interesting is that and Mandy and Ryan didn't have kids right so that takes that aspect out of it but I do think that that also brings up this whole point of no matter how powerful you are of a woman right for those that are listening that are like well I'm um, this would never happen
2: to me. Yeah. Right.
1: Or I'm totally the breadwinner and this and this. I think what sometimes isn't spoken about, because I do have friends that are in this position where the females are the breadwinners and it's not that their job is not important because obviously it is because otherwise they wouldn't be able to live the lifestyle they are. It's that they feel this crazy amount of pressure to almost accommodate their husbands. Yes. You know what I mean? Of like, the ego. It's the ego of like, mm-hmm. I know I did just get this huge promotion. We're not
0: going to celebrate it the way we would if it were yours because yes. it's not you. That dynamic is, uh, is unnatural for a man and right. a woman. And I think right. that's the thing that a lot of people struggle with is that the, I think those dynamics exist for a reason because I think it's human nature. Mm-hmm. I do believe that it's human nature for sort of the man to take care of, And we are now in a beautiful way in a society mm-hmm. where those roles are reversed and people are doing whatever they want. But I still think it's unnatural for a man to feel taken care of by a woman in a financial way.
2: Well, what's so sad is her singing career vanished.
0: I know. Completely. But, but, I mean, and now she's an amazing and actress. actress. And now we Mrs. know why. And
2: she's always been an actress, but the singing completely
0: disappeared. Yeah, but and, and we were talking about this, like no one knew why. Right? like she just fell off. But I but think it was one of those like oh my god now we know. Like, why. Yeah,
2: Christina
1: kept going, Britney Spears kept
0: Can going.
2: I, she was
1: part of that pop yeah. world. Can I yeah. share a really great quote that my girlfriend had actually shared who's also a mom blogger but no, I remember, no, you can't. I can't. Okay. well, this was just made me think just based on this whole thing but it was this whole thing about we expect women to work like they don't have children and raise children as if they don't work. And I thought, my god, that is good. so and powerful. And if Mama San is listening to this, my girlfriend Sarah, who's also an actress and a uh, working mother, um, she shared that on her Instagram, and I was just like, oh my, I was just floored. You know, that's when you read, so I was good. like, it's so true because it, I think. And again, I think we can leave this for another topic or another day because we can talk about it so much. Always be relevant. We expect women to work like they don't have children. It's true. When you're at the office, no one wants to really know about your kids and your Mm -hmm. home life, even though it is like you said, the thirds. Right? It's like I have to. I'm thinking a mile a minute, and that's where again. I think
2: the shift needs to continue happening, and and, you mm -hmm. know, I have an example like this. So the other day, my husband, who works with all women. Um, was at an important meeting and he realized that he wasn't going to make it home in time to watch our daughter and take me to the airport. So it's like, I can jump in an Uber, but who's going to watch <laughs> our baby girl? Right. And I kept, so he tells me at like the 11th hour, I have like 30 minutes to find someone to watch my kid. Yeah. And my friends don't live walking distance close. Anyways, and your nanny is sick right now, which yes. is why your daughter nanny is upstairs here. Here. And I'm stressing out, but I'm like, there was no part of you that could just excuse yourself and go to the bathroom and call me? Or tell mm-hmm. all these women that you work with that all have kids, but it's something about him mm-hmm. that he just didn't feel like it was, yeah, like I don't know, like, right? And it was yeah, on me. Like it's unprofessional like priority, in some way. Yeah. I mean, I'm like embarrassed to say what happened, but one of my girlfriends who's also a mom but works full time and is an executive level left work because <gasps> she place. lives close to where we live. Oh, she left Lord. work 30 minutes early. Which doesn't matter, but she literally left her job that's, to take care I of know. my daughter, and I jumped in an Uber. And my husband was home within 20 minutes, but that's not, yeah.
0: Th- I, mean, right. I just was so point.
2: embarrassed and so upset. I'm like, why is it my problem now because you yes. decided that this meeting was more important because, than making sure
0: our daughter's safe, and this is one of those things where, it, and it's it's not it's not malicious. It's just if the rules were reversed, you would have gotten coverage. Mm-hmm. I can't get home. Mm-hmm. This is my problem. Right, but and that's the mo- that's the mom thing, and that's one thing that I notice is just that like, if I have to work on a day, and Mike. Then gets called into work. Mm-hmm. It's on, on me you. to even figure it Even if you're it in it the out. middle of taking and doing something, my work is not a given, which is why my work has to be a commodity. <laughs> it's so heated, right? Wait, now. I know, but which <laughs> is why,
1: actually, back to your whole multitasking thing. Yeah, it's interesting. You're right that that author was correct, mm-hmm. and in the science, this is where science can't actually speak to this. Is that no matter what I've learned, is that even if I'm focusing on one thing and one type of product or service or whatever it is, content that I'm trying to put out. My mind is always multitasking because, 100%. like you said, it doesn't matter. As I'm sure our husbands are too, or our partners, or whatever, in different ways. But like for me, I'm always thinking like I have this content, but oh my god, I'm not going to finish an hour. I got to think about the kids. I got to think about yeah. this. I got to think about food. I got to think about dinner tomorrow. We're leaving for you know a trip, this and that. So mm-hmm. your mind is multitasking, and that's something that I wish someone could speak to me exhausted. about. It's like, how do I come compartmentalize? My brain is exhausted, oh, yeah. right? So nuts no. to yeah. Oh. <laughs> that was exhausting, guys. But that was good. Yeah. Good about I know. Oh.
0: Sometimes, and that's the thing, too, is, like, I think that that's a great... I think that that's one thing that this is going to be good for the three of us personally is that you get to... We can say this mm-hmm. without calm down, man. Yeah. I'm can, just can, laughing
2: because I'm like, even if no one out there is listening, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the three of this us is just our mom's this. therapy yeah. right
0: yeah. now. But like, it's no, and that's the thing is, you can you can f- express frustration at a certain dynamic or a certain situation without bash. Like, I'm not. My husband is a incredible husband an incredible father an incredible everything. But that doesn't mean that. There aren't these moments where the, the natural dynamic of the situation is frustrating, too. Well, I think it goes you know? back,
2: you said that it's very natural, man, woman. And it that's just, something that I wanted to bring up because I just couldn't believe this article that I read about oh. parents are now labeling their babies Thabies. So I don't know if you guys have what heard this. What does this mean? So basically, Wait, when you're... Ch- thabies. A babies. So they're a they. They're not a he or she. Um, yeah, and it, it's something that people are doing, but I think what was crazy is Kate Hudson actually came out saying that she's not putting any gender labels on her daughter. So her daughter, daughter is biologically a girl, um, and when her daughter was born, <laughs> she announced that her daughter was a girl. But... Um, I think she has kind of changed her approach, and now she's not putting any gender labels
1: on Rainy Rose. So her three-month-old daughter, she has right? two sons, older daughters, uh, older sons—that's right. Yeah.
2: So her three-month-old daughter is Ronnie going Rose, to be yeah. raised um, genderless, and she might have incredible femininity in her energy, but for now, she's just not putting
1: any labels. Um, so <sighs> I'm torn. I'm torn with this stuff. Mm-hmm. I am so pro, like equality, everything, LGBTQ, you know, all that stuff. But this is – this gets a little tricky for me only because – and maybe in decades to come and generations to come it'll get easier because maybe this is like, you you know, you've spoken about before. It's just we're in the baby steps of it. But I just find that to be so difficult to be putting that pressure on that child itself. Because, like, imagine –
0: To be like, you need to decide. Yeah.
1: Like, like to be like – uh, like, can you imagine Millie at 19 months? If someone's like, "You are so cute, cutie pie," and then like she's not oh, when she age doesn't yet. have her bow on, people right. think she's a boy. Well, and she <laughs> doesn't, and and she's not at the age yet where she d- <coughs> understands right, differentiating. I'm a boy. I'm a girl. But like Blake and Mila do, yes. and that's an interesting. Thing. My thing just is biologically, yes.
2: And actually, there's um, cases out there where children are born with you know extra chromosomes or right. um, you know different parts or so forth. But I think that when you're born, biologically, what does it say? That's what's written. And then absolutely, like, you can raise your child without pushing the princess stuff or pushing the yeah. sports stuff. I don't know. Like, what happened to that idea? Because that was also, already very extreme for some people.
0: And I understand, like, this is one thing, too, is I understand there's a, there's a, a very clear distinction between how your gender association and your sexuality, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they are two different things. Like, you could, as, you could um, is associate the right word? You could associate as a... I feel oh like that's gosh. not the right word. I don't know. There's I can't so think of the word Identify? Right now. Identify. Thank you. You could identify as a woman, but be homosexual and be attracted to women. You could identify as a woman and be heterosexual and be attracted to men. You could identify... Right? Like, mm-hmm. I understand that your gender identification and your sexuality are two different things, but I feel like when you put this... But that's this, you yourself deciding that. Yes. No matter how old you are. Exactly. And I feel like it starts to make... It starts to make these issues of your uh, how you associate, how you identify, who you're interested in. It becomes an issue at such a younger age, actually, because you're now. It's like you have to make a decision. You you can be what you want. And, so and what are keep you? In mind, when, like, these you are adult decisions. I think people are forgetting
2: year-old's... that a child's brain is appropriate for that child, and they're yeah. only at that far of a development. So yeah. you can't expect them to make any decision.
1: On an adult topic or an adult decision. Right. I think this is a heavy topic that I feel like so many people can have, like, with a medical background would have very different, Mm -hmm. you know, findings or assertions on this as well as just opinions that we have. But, uh, yeah, I think it's a heavy But, uh, yeah, you know,
2: I, I'm glad that we brought it up because I definitely no idea, feel too. like this is something that's going Yeah, what be if you go t- to a birthday party and it's, is, like... It's continuing.
0: This happens to me all the time, like, with Connor and Blake, where I catch myself. So, like, I'm entirely open-minded. If they end up being gay, if they end up wanting to right. change it, whatever it is, like, go for it. Whatever mm-hmm. they decide they want to do, I have absolutely no problem with that. I find myself now being so aware of all of this stuff that when... Like, I almost don't know how to answer questions. Like, Connor will be like, is so-and-so a girl? And, like, the answer is yes. But then I'm like, can I say
1: yes I know. still? Oh my I'm gosh. I'm like,
0: yeah, she's a, yeah. Right?
1: Well, yeah. 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 No,
0: yeah. Like, and I, these very uh-huh. simple, easy questions, I now think twice about because I'm like, well, can I say that? Can I answer that? Yes. Is that making an assumption? Is that... Because it's like we're in this world now where it's just things have changed so much and, like, you know, that I don't know what the proper thing is right. to say anymore and, and that same, I catch myself. Same
1: with um at mm-hmm. my son's school. He had um one of his closest friends had two moms. So it was, like, yeah. brought up mm-hmm. a whole different conversation right. around things that, you know, you answer to the best of your ability and then, I'm like, we'll have this conversation down yeah. the line a yeah, little right. bit more. Yeah, but my
2: friend said the other day that her nanny asked her – um, if her son's at the park playing with one of the little girls' trucks, like how do you want us to approach that? And she was telling me the story, I'm like, I don't get it. What does she Wait, mean? What? And she was like, I it's just, not appropriate for yeah, like boys. Uh, that's
1: another thing that bugs me. But the so nanny much. was
2: like, I just want to know yeah. because she's worked with other families that are like, you know, if my son wants
1: to play with some of the girl toys, feel free to say, like, no, that's for girls, like oh, that's a girl oh, oh, toy. She's it. a girl. I feel like that's such a, so annoying because I feel like if girls play with boys' toys, it's like Oh, cute. You're a tomboy. And yes. like how cute. You're wearing your brother's mm-hmm. clothes. But if it, the roles are reversed, yeah. it's not Too acceptable. feminine. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If the boy is playing with the Barbie doll and he's combing her hair. I have a... Fr- My son loves hair, by the way. Like, <laughs> loves combing and oh, oh, blow Oh, yeah. does <laughs> i have to-
2: and have Whoa. them play with my hair. Gonna break. I, I just <laughs> broke a Mama, wine glass. Honey.
1: I'm not drinking, but whoops. The pregnant woman's oh, getting crazy. Maybe this gosh. is a good. Maybe this is a good time to wrap up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's
2: just. Um, Brandy's
0: getting the, heated over here. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, and so, I mean, the, I'll say that as the sort of the last thing is the one thing I do think is nice is hopefully it becomes this crazy pendulum swing with everything. Right. The good thing, the benefit is that like one of the things my kids have learned at school is that like there are no girl colors or boy colors there mm. are no girl toys Acceptance. or boy colors. and that I love because yeah that just puts them in a position to be more open-minded for other kids yes. for themselves if those things happen and they choose to make decisions for themselves they'll hopefully feel like they're surrounded by people who love them and support them no matter what those decisions are and I think that all of this stuff comes from a really good place I think the goal is that I just want to create an environment in which you feel that you can be whoever you are yes. whoever that is and that's, how awesome
2: that we're in that's that a beautiful day and thing. age right now yeah. yeah. and
0: sometimes people go a little overboard in order to like it's like an overcorrection and I think that it's like anything it'll it'll eventually find its sweet spot where hopefully the the result is just the beautiful acceptance of it and it just ends up being like well great things got a little weird there for a minute but where we ended up is exactly where we wanted to be right right I agree Okay, so World so peace. That would have, You would have
2: definitely won the pageant oh if that was your final answer. I've been a pageant <laughs> judge, Ms. by the way. And this next guest,
1: too, is Orly the end, say Thank world you. peace. Oh my god, peace. And then to the world. elbow, elbow, wrist wrist, taking a and hand like, and blow a kiss. And like such, the South Africa. Yes. <laughs> oh my god you remember that that
0: was uh, yes. amazing how you yes. not? and such oh. um, okay so we want to end off uh, this episode with a couple of just like each of us has like a little tip a little something that we do either within our own personal lives or within our particular like categories like our industries yes. that are a good takeaway that can be helpful to everybody maybe a product we love or a hack we're using a uh, good recipe, yeah, mm-hmm. anything. So, Ami, why don't you start?
1: Okay, so for me, one of my favorite things. I'm a big skincare junkie, so I love the jade roller. If you guys don't know what that is, or yeah, what I it's don't use, and I don't use it. I have a YouTube video all on it, so you guys can check it out. <laughs> but sweet. I keep one, a tiny one, in my freezer. So when I come downstairs, because my kids wake up damn early. I come downstairs. I'm packing their lunch, and I will just take that baby and roll it under my oh, eye bag. I love
2: facial massage. It's so you're so good. she's talking about. You can buy these actual rollers that are made of mm-hmm. jade or rose quartz or so forth. Right. Or you can get one that's just metal, and basically the coldness
1: will help tighten and alleviate up. puffiness exactly. But is yeah. it just lymphatic for like ten drainage? minutes
2: drainage?
1: Oh, I do it for two minutes. No, no. I, no. I mean, to, oh. like, do I look good for ten minutes? Oh no, no, no. I mean, the idea is, it's like if you imagine massaging in general, yeah. right? Your it's helping lymphatic drainage. Right. So like, and wake you up your system. Exactly. So any circulation, blood circulation, just like as they talk about exercising, right? Interesting. When you sit and you're stagnant, you do create buildup and cellulite and all that stuff. If you think about it, you're really helping your face like have that blood circulation and all that stuff. That's going to eventually, in the long run, help. It really does help. I find that it it helps a lot. It's not immediate. You see immediate results on bags for sure. You do.
0: And are sure. you supposed to, I know, I will watch the full video, but are you supposed to, like, go in the direction you want your skin yes. to go? Yes. So, yeah, like, I, know. no, face I, no I, you're <laughs> supposed to do the opposite. My, you yeah, have to be, like, like roll over. <laughs> you push your cheeks towards your nose no, and you're like, am I doing it wrong? My problem
1: is gravity is always working against us, so I pull away. So generally <laughs> okay. always up and out, you know what up I mean? But, like, sometimes yeah. they say, like, in the Yeah, and then, and then, yeah, sometimes you, you want to drain everything down by the ears. But, yeah, there's a whole technique. Like, you're supposed to go, like, up Sideways, out. Like oh, it's I'm interesting. Watch this video. And yeah. then once you go Two out, you gotta minutes. bring it down. and now there's the goosha, what is it, geisha? Um gusha. Gusha. Did you look at me because I'm half Asian, <laughs> like I'm supposed to know? Listen. You're Asian. I feel What's like the... Indian people have that too. Like people look at me all the time, and they're like, So what do I do for yoga? And I'm like, I don't do yoga. Okay,
0: so I don't know. <laughs> Namaste out of my face. Yes. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> okay, Brandy, give me yours.
2: Oh, uh, okay. So lately, so here's the thing, you know, I've only been a mom for 19 months, but I feel like the temptations of sweets and stuff are just, like, all over for my daughter. So I have a big sweet tooth, and when I didn't have kids, I just thought, like, oh, yeah, you know, they can have a little bit of sweets and stuff. Now that I am a parent, I think it's bonkers to let, like, my year-and-a-half-year-old have, like, cake and
0: cookies and stuff. Tell me why. Why?
2: It, their heart's gonna stop I mean like Millie okay the is heart's so... obviously not gonna
0: stop we all had cake and candy and I'm very much alive oh my god okay you Millie psycho. is so little Explain. actually she's
2: really juicy but um
0: but I just look she at her juicy. I'm like so we she
2: went to her first birthday party and she had the tiniest sliver of ice cream cake it was like a two <laughs> by two inch of cake she was obsessed and she turned into a demon. She <laughs> oh literally God. was so upset. She got in the car. She sang for like an hour. We put her down in the crib because it was nap-, nap time. I was like giving her water, hoping to like dilute it in her belly. <laughs> and then she stayed awake But the don't you time. think that's better
1: that she has a taste of it now? So because I have friends. Yeah, I don't want. No, Chuck, I have yeah. friends that have a, like They refuse, go crazy. And then when they go to school or they mm-hmm. go to that first birthday party, they go crazy and then they it's yeah. like a whole they go to friends houses and that's when they get yeah. the whole box yeah of yeah, yeah. so
2: this is my hack so yeah and we definitely like she's had you know a little bit of soft serve a little bit of pastry donut but I, I just think it? it was like yeah <laughs> having like a plate it was just it was overwhelming so my little hack is i recently made these donuts but they're actually faux nuts um, because yeah. they're baked. But you can literally put, like, pancake mix. I have a whole recipe Ooh. on my site or on Instagram. But so oh. much of it is, like, so shaping it. So, yeah, it's a little bit of pancake mix, um, a little bit of Greek yogurt. Oh. And you can add fruit or anything else, egg. Um, you can also make it vegan. But I baked them, and then I put a little glaze on top, super citrusy and, and sweet, and it was delicious. But she felt like she was eating, like, a, a treat. Yeah, totally. a, an actual donut. when. Can you make for And it's for not me? the healthiest, <laughs> I but sorry, I mean, sorry. it just, it tricks their mind into thinking, oh, okay, I still am having like a little something. Yeah. Well,
0: and Brady, that's just like, those are just good habits to create. Exactly. She's going to yeah. start to realize that she can satiate that sweet tooth and, and give in to her sweet tooth, but she doesn't within have to eat reason. a yeah. box of Oreos to do yeah. right yeah. because
2: that's important. Wait, were you at my house last night? <laughs> <laughs> you're pregnant. I, that's, I love Oreos. That's, <laughs> that, you're allowed
0: that's to do That's not it. only important for like our our health and our well-being, but like internally sugar is such an addictive thing, like all that stuff, like... Being mindful of that is great. And so coming up with hacks and swap-outs is just smart. And it's going to make her like more prepared as she gets as she goes up and she makes her own food and she
2: helped me make it you know we have like this little learning stool that my husband made in our kitchen and so she helped do the mixing and the glazing and it was just so much fun that's crazy um, cute yeah but I knew exactly what was in those donuts and I may have like snuck some other healthy things in there that she doesn't even know about you can just like steam vegetables and puree them and just whip them into things
1: guys yeah I know that's (laughs) that's one of my favorite things to do I I suck I don't do any of that
0: Okay, well. Yes,
2: but that's because you're so amazingly talented, fashion designer extraordinaire, DIY. Yeah, my
0: kids are going to have cute clothes but be malnourished, so (laughs) things are looking up for me. Um, So, my hack is, everyone's obsessed with the Marie Kondo, what's it, Monkari, or what's it Monkari method. Monkari method. Yeah. Um, Sparking
2: the joy. Find the joy. Why are you looking at Brandi again? Because she's half Asian? (laughs) Because she's half Asian.
0: Ah. This is BS. (laughs) You're just, you're you're our token Asian. (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, the good thing about it though, is that people are cleaning cleaning out their closets. They're ending up with bags and bags of stuff to donate. And for me, I, I really learned how to DIY and how to make my own clothing and how to sew when I went to thrift stores on the dollar day. And I would buy bags and bags of clothes for like 20 bucks because I ended up with so many clothes. Wow. And so I had zero fear and zero hesitation to start chopping and cutting and sewing because like, well, who gave an F if yeah. I messed it up? It was a dollar. Like it doesn't matter. And I learned so much and I got in the habit of really creating and I ended up with things that I loved. like Pieces that I saved for years and years that I still have. And so, for anyone out there that's going to do this, if you're watching the show or if you even are just getting ready to like spring cleaning, mm-hmm. before you donate all that stuff, go through and like look through magazines for random inspo. Like, oh, you know, floral patches are in right now or floral embroidery or look through random things, colors that are in. Mm-hmm. Randomly paint your clothes. Chop a sleeve off. Like, Have fun. Take a long sweatshirt and crop it as a short sweatshirt. Sew a little ruffle to it. Like just have fun because those clothes are going to get donated anyway. So they're the perfect pieces to start to practice with making them like one of a kind and special. And just being creative is such a therapeutic thing. It's so – they say that like I think some of the most happy people career-wise are like contractors. Because at the end of the day, there's this finite progress – You walked in at the beginning of the day. It looked like this, and at the end, it looked like Mm -hmm. this. So the making of things, the actual creation of things, can give you such joy, and it can release so much stress. That save that bag for a minute and like play. That's just play. It reminds me when I was
2: little, I was getting rid of these jeans, and for some reason, because you know when you're young, you're fearless. Mm I took the pockets of my jeans and sewed them together and made, like, a little purse. Oh, my gosh. That's, like, that's, like... But
0: you're so right. Like, we don't do that anymore. We don't create, we don't
2: use that part of our brain. Because I think
0: we're scared. Like, I don't want to go out and spend... Like, there's, there's like, a, a really funny like crafter meme out there that's like, why would I, why would I buy something for $12 when I could spend $45 in crafting materials? <laughs> like that's the annoying thing, right? Like it's not worth it if mm-hmm. you're scared because you're like, Oh, I just mm-hmm. spent a hundred dollars mm-hmm. on this jacket. But we're moms, if sc- And if you're listening, yeah. you're probably a mom. So you probably have half of this stuff in your yeah. craft and your kids. And your kids clothes are perfect things to play with yeah. pra- practice. Like they've grown out. Of, they're going to grow out of 30 pieces of clothing every darn yeah. month. Practice on those clothes. Wow. Pretend. Make things. Yeah. Turn their yeah. pants that into a little a skirt. Yeah. Like, yeah. turn a sweatshirt into, a uh, again, a skirt. Crop it. Put elastic in it. Like, play with those things. Um, and there's always good no-sew methods. Like, on my YouTube channel, I do a million no-sews. So if you don't know how to sew, yeah. fabric glue. Uh, safety pins. That's... I made a freaking red carpet
1: dress with safety pins. Say, like, you can do any of that stuff. You, so just... Yeah. You inspired me to make a red carpet dress with...
0: Oh Same my God. Friends. I'm so stoked. That video goes up tomorrow.
1: Um, yeah. Well, while you're jade rolling and looking through your old clothes and yeah. eating a Fan phone net. Net, you know, <laughs> just think of us.
0: Yeah. So guys, this, like we said, this is going to be, uh, this is a brand new pod. A really great way to help us grow is to screenshot your phone right now, share it on your social media, and tag all of us. Share this with a friend. They don't have to be moms. Obviously, we're not always going to be talking about mom content. Um, so any friends that you think this might be helpful for or just a break in your day your own little mommy juice in and, the middle of the day. Yes. yes.
1: And if you guys have any comments, questions, things that we, things that you think that we could do to better the podcast or make it more informative for you and ideas and suggestions, yeah. let us know. Like on all our platforms, let us know because we want to know and cater this to you guys. Totally. All right, guys.
2: Love that. So nice. did it. All right, thanks Peace. for listening. Bye. Bye. See you next
1: time.